This week on the Penguin Stuff Podcast, we recap the two games that were for the Penguins this week. What are our predictions for the playoffs? And are the Penguins going to make some trades before the February 24th trade deadline? And if so, what do we think those trades will be? All this and more on this week's edition of the Penguin Stuff Podcast. Welcome back to Penguin Stuff. I'm Andrew. And I'm Jim. And we are grateful that you have joined us this week. Uh, Are we? Episode 19. Yep. Next week will be our 20th episode. Should we do something special for our 20th episode? Let's wait till 25. 25, okay. Yeah, that's that's more of a milestone. You are correct. Yeah. So, uh, let's see, 25. That's six weeks from now. One, two, three, four, five, six. That is two weeks before the end of the season, regular season. And speaking of the end of the regular season, we are going to talk a little bit of playoffs today. And Indeed. We have predictions of brackets. So we'll be talking about the playoffs, and we will even put together a bracket and fill it out right now, and we'll see... We'll see at the end of the season how everything falls together and see who had the closest oh. bracket. So let's let's do this. Let's do this while we're thinking about it. Let's assign. Um, and again, we're not gonna we're not gonna take this bracket and go all the way into the finals, aren't we? No, I wouldn't say I don't wouldn't say we need to do that right now. Let's just let's just predict. Where the teams are going to end up, and seed them by where we think they're going to wind up in the standings. Can we do that? Because ultimately, it's going to we're going to. I mean, our predictions here are going to be so far off by the end of the year that it's going to be silly to try to. Because some of the teams that we put in here probably won't even make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? You think so? Yeah, I think there are some really tight races. I mean, you look here in the East, um, you've got, let's see, right now you have seven points separating the first wild card from the team that's in the fifth position for the wild card. And of those teams, it's really close uh, as far as where the teams in the third place are in those divisions. Talking about Western Conference? I'm talking about the East. That's just in the Eastern Conference. So in the Western Conference, it's even uh, even more so, where um, you know you have Winnipeg, Calgary right now as the first two seeds, but then um, you even have Chicago at six, and they're only five points behind Winnipeg. So a lot can change. A lot of these teams that are in right now are not going to be in later, and so I would think that it would probably be a better use of our time. I mean, and I don't, I don't necessarily mind looking at what we come up with and saying, well, I think this team is going to come out of the West and this team is going to come out of the East. But to, to take time and actually divvy that up, I think that would be a little bit crazy, don't you? But anyway, we'll, we'll take care of that. Uh, we'll look at that later on down the road here in our podcast. Um, but we have some exciting news. He's looking at me like, what exciting news is that? I don't know what news you're talking about. 
and that is the exciting news is that we still don't have a sponsor and so you still have an opportunity to sponsor this show if you're interested and we'll talk more about that at, at the break but right now we are going to talk about the week that was for the penguins Alrighty, sounds good this week the penguins faced two florida teams tampa bay and florida tampa bay uh we played uh, we the penguins faced tampa bay on the sixth which was thursday and then florida on saturday um the eighth. the eighth and so as we look at these two two games uh the tampa bay game uh we'll start there uh andrew your initial thoughts on that game i have written down here too many odd man rushes yeah that's what i have written down with a period after every single word and then three exclamation marks all right end. So who do we? I mean, is that just a team? That's the whole defense. The defense. I'm pinning it on the defense. So you're pinning it on the defense. Yeah, two of the, the goals offense. came off on man rushes. Right. One on I believe Schultz, and the other one on Latang. Okay. So and really, when you think about it, because uh, the fourth goal was an empty netter. Yes. So when you think about it, if those two goals don't happen, we win. Pittsburgh wins two to two to one at the very least, yes. possibly three to one with another empty net or net goal. Yep, near the end. And we also looked incredibly lazy. Okay, sloppy that whole game. Okay, which is an interesting point because I didn't. I I just saw the highlights of the Tampa Bay game, um, and I I was noticing that, but I watched most of the Florida game, and that game, the Florida game. It seemed to me like there was a lot more hustle in the first few period, first two periods. But I, but it, I, I think for a lot of what you say, the laziness uh, against Tampa Bay, that you know somebody on the coaching staff, whether it was Sullivan or Recky or or others, um, really lit a fire under these guys to say. Uh, that can't happen anymore. And, and here's another thing, too. I think that kind of coaching helps with these younger guys who are coming up, knowing that when guys who are injured get healthy, if they're not producing, if they're not giving all that they can, they're going to find themselves back down uh, yep. on the farm team, the baby pens. So... Yeah, I think I think that uh, I, I think that there was a lot of weak play in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think I think they turned it around a little bit. You can only really blame Murray for the last goal, the third one. Okay, the first one went off. Well, even then he was it was a two-on-one. Okay. So, I mean, but um, the first one went off of Lafferty's stick. Right. The second one was a two-on-one beautiful passing play from point to Stamkos. Okay. Back and forth. And then the third one, the defenseman, I think it was Johnson, forced the guy to take the shot. 
so you got to make you you got to get the angle correct. Right. I make think he was block. afraid of passing it. Murray was afraid of him get passing it, which happened gotcha. on both of the other goals. Okay. And then he kind of gave up a weak goal there for the third one. Third one. So if he that was really painful to listen to him. Sorry, folks. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. <clears throat> Andrew's a little under the weather. He's still coming off uh, uh, having a bad head cold this weekend, and so that's uh, that's part of his thought processes aren't yeah, as sharp as they nor- normally are. Yeah. Not that sharp. Most of Tampa Bay game, uh, we lost. We both predicted a win in Tampa Bay, and mm-hmm. therefore uh, we both uh, still sit at 65 and 66. Um, You're ahead, right? I am ahead. One of the things that we have not been mentioning here, and for those of you who are new to the podcast, uh, I blame you. What we are doing is uh, we are predicting the, the outcome of the games. We're giving a score and who we think is going to win. And for each correct prediction of who we think is going to win, uh, that person gets two points. If you pick the correct score for the team that wins, and if you if you so like if i were to choose, say uh the final score is going to be 4-2 and the pens are going to win i would not have gotten that bonus point even though i predicted the correct score 4-2 but tampa bay won not the pens so anyway mm-hmm. when you get an exact match you get a bonus point in the standings so andrew has done that once in fact, last week on the Philly game, he actually did that. And there was a question as whether or not there you was. predicted overtime uh, I did in that overtime. game. And you did predict overtime in that game. I mean... But we don't, when, we write, when we write the scores down, we don't take into consideration But, I mean, come on, guys. Like that. that was... That's epic. It's epic. It's better than what you've done. Oh, please. You just... Pre- whatever. Um, don't whatever me. So, anyway... Uh, both of us missed the Tampa Bay game, but we both cr- predicted that the Pens would win the Florida game, which they did, and we'll talk about that game here in just a second. Uh, so the standings now, uh, nobody won this week, so there's no punishment nope. this week. Uh, but we both sit at, well, I sit at 68. We both sit at 33-18 and 18 record. Andrew has two correct, or one correct guess. I have two correct guesses, which gives me the one-point advantage at this time, 67-68. Also, speaking of predictions, if you were listening last week, uh, the punishment for Andrew last week for, for losing was a that he had to wear a pair of clip-on earrings uh, into rehearsal of his play that he did last week. Um and get pictures with at least three different people, um, and then we would post those on Instagram. If you haven't seen those yet, you need to go to at Penguin Stuff Official on Instagram and check those out because that was his punishment. Leave a comment under those pictures too. Tell Andrew that he looks nice with the uh, with the golden earrings and how beautiful uh, I, they are. I do. And Very so nice. uh, that'd be wonderful for you to do. But uh, instead of the uh, traditional uh, duct, duct tape, tape on the arm that we did throughout the first half of the year. We are now choosing different punishments. And if you listen, if you have an idea for a punishment, uh, email us 
at penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com, and we will look at those. And if we think that they're not too disgusting or too um, immoral, <laughs> we Uh-oh. will we will put those we will put those in the hat for possible uh, punishments. But uh, predictions this week uh, were eh. myth. Uh, 50-50, so what, not bad. What did we say the score of the uh, Tampa game was going to be? I said uh, that it would be 3-2, to two, and you said that it would be 5-3, to three, but we both said that the Penguins would win. So, uh, moving... Oh, player of the game. Yes. For the Tampa Bay game. I have Evgeny Malkin. Evgeny Malkin. Malkin. Really? Yes. He had points on both two, both goals that the Penguins scored, and his line was the only one. He had the primary assist on the Marino goal. Got to mention that, and then uh, he got the goal, the first goal. That's true. Went off his knee. Well, that's true. That was kind of a fluke, but he still got. But the goal. it still got the goal. Yeah, yeah. Also in this game, right place, right time. John Marino took Buck two face. Oh my goodness gracious! That looks. He came sick. back, played the rest of the game. After that, he had he went to further evaluation, found out he broke his cheekbone, cheekbone, in three places. Three places. So he's out. Undisclosed time. I could definitely see him coming back within a week or two. Play with the injury. I don't think he would get as much ice he, time. He would have. To, he would have to wear that full shield face yeah. mask. Um, the question not is whether or not he can play with the full full face shield. Yeah, yeah. A lot of guys can't. I mean, Crosby did. That's Crosby. Though. But Crosby's Crosby. Yeah. Let's move on to the Florida game. Um, this game was played on Saturday, the eighth. And a good contest between these two teams. Now we played Florida. Tw- uh, the, the Penguins have played Florida twice. This before. is the wrap up of our season series. This is the last game of the season Florida. series. Florida won both game previous games, um, and Bob Brofsky, uh kind of standing on his head in both of those games. Um, but this final game in Florida, and we face them, uh, like I said, for the third time, and we come away with a victory, three to two. Yes, we do. Uh, your thoughts on this game? The like you said before, they looked like they didn't like what happened against Florida, Tampa, Tampa. Same difference? No, not the same difference. But two, I like, totally and I, like I said, teams. they looked sloppy in the third and almost lost the game. Jari bailed us out in the third. Jari did play well, as well as and Jack Johnson also bailed us out a lot. Oh, oh yeah, third. at the end of that game. Yeah. Johnson making a couple big plays in the third to keep us in it. Jari making a couple of slaves. The goals were pretty. All three of them were beauties. And uh, our defense just needs to get a lot less sloppy, give up less on-man rushes. Chris Letang was all over the place in this game. Uh, in a good way? Bad, bad way? Bad way. Okay. Didn't look like he was playing. In the third. Put the third. Most of the bad stuff happened in the third. Okay. I mean, the goals were given up in the first and the second. They were good goals, but a lot of the breakdown in defenses, odd man rushes came in the third. Didn't like it, but anyway, that's that's me. Overall, a good game. Okay. So, um, your player of the game for Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. It was a toss up between I, no, him, Latang, or Jari, and I had to give it to Johnson because he made a couple big defensive plays. The one he lost his stick, came back pushed the guy or something somehow and he messed up his shot cleanly and then there with a second left they gave up another breakaway and Johnson getting the stick on stick yep messing up his shot because it looked like he was heading for the net 
Just yeah. Oh, line. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean the 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 breakaway at the very end of the game with time running out. That that very well could have been killer. It, yes. But Johnson came through and and knocked the like you said stick on stick. There was a question as to whether or not it was uh, slash. And if they would give uh, Florida a penalty shot at the end, but they did not thank the did. Lord. I mean, I have, I have, uh, what's it called? Faith in Jari that he definitely could have stopped the penalty shot if they called it, but they didn't. Right. So Florida outshot us, thirty-five to twenty-two. Third period total shots on goal. Eleven for Florida, five for Pittsburgh. Yeah. See that that. That speaks to your um, goalie, your goalie, but it, it speaks mostly to your your assessment of the sloppy play in in the third. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, they shot us in every single period, right? Ten to eight in the first, fourteen to nine in the second, and eleven to five in the third. Right. But yeah, we only only getting nine shots on goal in a in a period is not going to do well for your bottom line. No, I mean we went one for one on the power play, and that's huge. Just got a notification. Marino to undergo surgery on today. Okay. Monday. No timetable for return set after Penguins. D-man took slap shot to face. Okay. Has the notification set. Okay, there you go. You heard it here. Maybe not first, but... That's 10, 10 minutes ago. No, I mean, they'll have the news out. Already, yeah, but. yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so uh, player of the game for this one was Jack Johnson. Was Jack Johnson. Uh, so the Penguins finished the week Two second... Still second in the Metro. We won the the road trip going two and one. And, yeah, the three-game road trip, we were two and one on that road trip. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, we got three games coming up this week. Uh, Tampa Bay's coming to town on Tuesday. Montreal. I believe we finish up a season series against them at home. Yeah, Montreal on the 14th, which is Valentine's Day, Friday. And then uh, Detroit comes in on Sunday, the 16th to uh, play us to play the Penguins at home. So three home games this week. Um, and then, uh, yeah, two more weeks of of non-Metro games, and then um, we hit the ground running against the Metro that following week. So um, let's, do, let's do predictions for this next week, shall we? Okay, so this week... Wh- what are you doing? Continue. You, you're you're we, we're hearing these. Sound, oh, you're gonna rip your eyebrow off. It's not that sticky. Yeah, don't leave them on there very long though, because that's gonna hurt. So, um, three games this week. Like I said, all three games at home: Tampa Bay, Montreal, and Detroit. First game: Tampa Bay. On the 11th, this is coming up Tuesday. Actually, should be today if this podcast drops when it's supposed to. It'll. Um, I actually think that after the loss in Tampa Bay and the way we played in Tampa Bay last week, that the Penguins will come through with a win against Tampa Bay, and I think the final score is going to be four to three. All right, all right. Seeing as the Lightning leads the season series two to nothing. Correct. Three two. Bullcrap game. Should have gone into overtime. That was correct. Another bullcrap game. Just last week. 
I too say the Penguins are going to win this one, but with a score of two. Ah. Two to one. Two to one. Okay, so low scoring goalie goalie battle here. Goalie fest. Um, Love me some goalie fest. We move to Valentine's Day, February 14th. Montreal Canadiens in town. Montreal not having the greatest of seasons, although they are still in the uh, proverbial playoff hunt. Um, standing in the wild card, only in the wild card? only seven games out of a wild. No, oh, I'm sorry, uh, six points out of a wild card. Trailing Carolina. Um, so it's they still have a chance, but honestly, uh, well, I well, let me back up and and you know what I'm I'm you're changing your answer. Right? I'm changing my answer here because anytime you play Carey Price. Carey Price can win you a game. Carey Price is an unpredictable goalie. He is. He, he can, can have a fantastic game, and then he can totally not. He can let in seven goals one night, and then the shut you out yeah. the next night. So it's ridiculous. Um, it's what it is. Because you don't know what you're going to re- what you're going to get with the Canadians. I am going to say that the Penguins are going to win this game, but it's going to be a close one, three to two. You say three to two. I say three to two. We're tied at one on one. In the season series. I'm looking at the season okay. series. I didn't know they had these on the NHL app until just recently. Just recently. So I'm using them. Nice. To my advantage or disadvantage. Depends. Um, I think that the Penguins are going to lose with a score of 2-4. to 4-2. to four. Four to Canadians. Okay, so Montreal. So I can either totally screw up or get further ahead in the standings. You have Montreal winning four to two on Valentine's Day. I do. All right. So then Detroit comes to town. Actually, can I change it to the Penguins winning? I just looked at the goals against average and goals for average. Yeah. So so you're gonna say Penguins four, four to three two. four three overtime. So you're saying Pens win four three. Four, three, and overtime. Just looking at the goals against goals four. I'm not average. putting overtime down. But okay, fine. You can you can make a note of it if you okay, want. Okay, I just want to make a statement. Penguins sit at seventh in goals four at 3.30. Per game. Per game. And then the Canadians sit at 17th, but with a 3.04 goals four average. So that means there are 10 teams in between the Penguins. Well, yeah, eight teams. Yeah, eight teams between the Penguins and the Canadians. But only separated only by separating by point point two six, six goals. Yeah, yeah. It's a tight contested league here, folks. Yeah, yeah. And and it, it's wonderful to watch because uh, any any of these teams can win. We saw Honestly, that Florida uh, Detroit's only thirty five points out of a playoff spot, and they're the least. They're the uh, worst team in the NHL right now. Los Angeles only sits out nineteen points out of a playoff spot. There's still a lot of hockey to be played. There but. is, but I mean, any one of these teams can hit a stride, like St. Louis proved last year. Uh, Detroit, um, you know, we were talking about any team being able to beat any other team. Detroit came through with a big win yesterday against Boston. They beat the Boston Bruins, and quite honestly. I did not believe 
that they had a shot in heck. No. Um, but they came through. Now, Pittsburgh's won both of these games. The last game they won in overtime, took them, took them to overtime. This is the last of the season series. This is the first game being played in Pittsburgh. I like Pittsburgh to win this game, and I think they'll win it convincingly 4-2. Really? I do. See, I'm looking at this. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Just looking at the goalies. Just looking at it because, yes, their record sucks. Okay? But Jimmy Howard, he's 221-2 with a save percentage of 889. That's a decent save percentage for a guy with as as, a, as worse of a record, as horrible of a record that is. Yes. It's a decent save percentage. And then their other goalie, Vernier, 12-14-2 with a save percentage of .911. It's better than Murray. That True. is not a goalie issue. That is your offense that's not de- producing. That, well, that's a defense, defensive issue, too. too. So I say Pittsburgh will win it. Score of 3-1. to one. All right. But we're only off by... Okay. Fair enough. Huh? Okay, so... What do you mean? I, I mean, we both kind of had... We both have the same goal dif- differential there. The Penguins will win by two. We just have different scores. Yeah, I think the goalies will stop more than you say. Okay, no, that's fine. I'm just saying the goalies are better. I, I, look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. Me, I'm not attacking you. You're. We have okay. So, Andrew, you have the Penguins going three for three this week. I do. Two to one against Tampa Bay. Four to three against Montreal. And three to one against the are Red those Wings. All two point, two goal differentials. No, you have four three. You said four three in overtime with Montreal. Oh, yeah. Um. I had the Pens also winning all three games this week, uh, four to three, three to two, and four to two, respectively. And so there we go. That is now saved on the computer for future generations to see and laugh at. Yeah. Predictions guaranteed to go wrong. Yes, sir. All right. So let's take a break, and then we'll come back and talk more about the playoff playoff predictions. And we'll also talk about trade. So we'll be right back after this break. I need Coke. Penguin Stuff is brought to you by no one. Nary a soul is sponsoring us yet. So if you want to sponsor us, please, 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 please email us. At penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Instagram, Facebook at penguinstuffofficial. And what we would do is this spot right now, where you're hearing my annoying voice, would be talking about you and what your services are, or your product, or you know, like if you uh, like create homemade vegan hairstyling gel, we'd say that we use it every day, even though we don't. Um, yeah, so just hit us up there, and we will. We'll be waiting for your call or your text or your email and then we will pay to lie about your product not really we won't lie i promise you we will use your product and then we will talk about it on the podcast all right now back to the podcast welcome back from the break folks and we are here with our playoff predictions yeah you know that's right 100% guaranteed to go wrong. To go totally off the rails. I mean, I think I, think I have probably a better chance than you do. <laughs> you Just think saying, so? My mind is, you know. Okay, you've, so you've got yours on a sheet. 
I do there, and I've got paper. mine on my sheet. Your notebook here. is much. Your, yours is much nicer. It's a little cleaner. I, you know what? You know, I don't you, spill things on it like you're you do. You're also pester. <laughs> well, there. That's true too. All right. So, so, who, so which, which which division do we want to start? I think we trade seeds back and forth. I say we give our our uh, you know our seeds and then. Okay, so let's let's start with the Atlantic Division. Atlantic. Okay, that's why who I was going to. Who do you have at number one in the Atlantic Division? I mean, out of there. Okay, this was hard because you have you know lots of guys. Who could, but I mean, it's kind of hard. Boston. I have Boston. I'm just going to put you that have, Boston have Boston at number one. I have Boston at number one. Coming out of the Atlantic. Coming out of the Atlantic. I too have Boston as number one coming out of the Atlantic. Duh. Um, I find it very hard to bet against this team. Yeah. With guys like Par- Pasternak, Marchant. Uh, Bergeron, these, the one thing, the one thing that is, I think, is going to hinder Boston is that the majority of their scoring comes from that first line, and unless the second and third lines, maybe even the fourth line, pick up some of the scoring pace, I think they're going to falter maybe near the end. So the, I think. Boston has a chance to drop down to number two because Tampa's been playing real well. Their goalies have been playing really well, Vasilevsky. But um, I think Boston is going to be the number one seed. The number two seed in the Atlantic, I think I just tipped my hand there a little bit, I think is going to be Tampa. You think who? Tampa Bay. Number two seed? Number two seed in the Atlantic. I, too, have Tampa at number two. Okay. Um, Back to the Boston, though, real quick. Okay. Tuka Rask is still injured. He played... Last night he played last night. I believe so. Let me let me double check that because I don't want to talk out of my rear end. Yeah, Tuka Rask was in goal. Okay, my bad. Never mind. Ignore that. Cut that. Right. Okay. You have number two, Tampa. I have number two in the Atlantic as Tampa. I Bay. do have Tampa Bay. Okay. At number two. Now. Go ahead. Give give us your number three seed coming out of the Atlantic. I have division. the Florida Panthers. No way! I do. I think I see, Florida has the ability and the star power, not even star power, skill power. I think they to have to make a run for it and take number three. I think the goalie, their goalie situation is is. I think they're sitting pretty in in goal. I think Bob Brovsky is for the regular season. Bob Brovsky is one of the best regular season goalies ever, but tends to choke in the playoffs. He does, but. All that to say, I I too had Florida coming up um, into that that uh, third seed as well, which is which is funny because I I thought yeah that's gonna that's gonna blow some people away, uh, but it didn't blow you away. No, I, I didn't. I thought I thought I was gonna blow people away. Yeah, Wait, there you go. You, you pulled it. I was like, what? No. There you go. So what? Uh, now that's uh, the Atlantic and Florida. But Florida, let's just say this: the reason I thought that would be wild. Because is because uh, Florida currently sits at number four in the wild card chase. Um, however, they are at sixty four points, um, only two points behind Toronto for that third spot yeah. in the Atlantic. So, um, and it's not that big of a stretch. No, it's not. All right, two. Let's 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 switch things up. Get out of the East. Okay. Go over to the Central Division. Central Division. Do you want me to start in Central? You you go ahead. Start okay. with your number one seed. My number one seed in Central Division right now, I believe, is going to be the Colorado Avalanche. That's what I have. <laughs> what the mess? We're like, ah. 
That's wild. No, think, that's that's good. I think we may shift stuff up though here in the uh, the wild card because I have some I, I wild think, stuff. I think so. I have some, well, I if you have so wild too. stuff and I have wild stuff, it could be the same wild well, stuff. Could be, up. could be, because I mean, being that anyway. you know, we're that much related. Yeah. yeah. I'm half of you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, Colorado at number one. Who do you have at number two? I have the Dallas Stars. No kidding. Yeah, I think so Dallas. Tell me why. Well, I just I don't know. I think Dallas. They've been playing some decent hockey. They made some moves. They got. Corey Perry, Joe Pavelski. I think they have the veteran front as well as the skill front to make it. Their goaltending, Kubelik, I think. Dominic Kubelik and... No, not ben Kubelik. Bishop. Not Kubelik. Who's Kudobin. That? Kudobin, yeah. Their goaltending situation is a lot like the Penguins where it could go 50-50. <laughs> ben Bishop's solid. I think they can make a run for the playoffs and possibly, if they get hot at the right time, make it to the number two seed. Okay. Okay. Um, I actually have St. Louis holding on to that number two seed. Yeah, St. Louis is the number two, really. Yeah. Um, I think just the fact that, you know, they had a tad bit of a Stanley Cup hangover after winning their their uh, their cup last year. But honestly, I think this team is going to get it together and hold on to number two. All righty, all righty, all righty. Now, my number three team coming out of the Central Division, and this might shock you, is the Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg Jets, no kidding. Yeah. Is that who you have? No, I don't have – I have have St. Louis at number three. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, of course you would. Um, So the Winnipeg Jets, uh, I like this team. Again, I think they have have the star power and the skill power to – Put up some big numbers here in the second half of the season, playing against the other central teams. Again, the the schedule, the the way they did the schedule is a lot like they uh, tried. To, I think they tried to mimic the NFL schedule, where they, you know, a lot of the divisional games are closer to the end of the year. I like it. So I do too because it it really will shake up. It'll shake up the. Standings a the lot. The standings a lot come to the end of the end of the season, but I think Winnipeg is gonna. I, I like the way Winnipeg stands up, stacks up against a lot of the teams in the in the Central Division. I think they stack up well against um, against uh, well against the top three right now: St. Louis, Colorado, and Dallas. Colorado, not so much, but um, St. Louis and Dallas, and then um, you know the other teams in the Central: Minnesota, Nashville, Chicago. I think they can win a lot of games uh, coming down the stretch. So that's yeah. why I have them at three. All right. My number four seed playing against. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. You have, you have St. Louis at three. Tell me I why do. St. Louis. Well, St. Louis at three because I was looking at the standings. They're two. They play two more games than Colorado. Okay. And they're only three points ahead of Colorado. Right. They've won the same amount of games. They've uh, only won one more than Dallas, and Dallas is only six points behind them. Okay. And Dallas has played one less game, so I think Dallas and Colorado have a chance to like if they play well, if they play hard, they can take it up a notch and. The reason I didn't have, I wanted to put Dallas at number one. I really did. They've played all their games. Dallas has played all their games against Colorado and won all four of them. Okay. But they've already played all four games, so there's not really any way they can move up on Colorado unless, you know. They get some help. So I was thinking, I think Sweet Lewis is going to fall to the number three. Not by much, though. Okay. Okay. But they're going to fall to number three. All right, so let's go to the Pacific Division. We'll, wait, wait, we'll, we, talk, we'll talk wild card. We, wild we card later. Right, so, so you wanna go, do you want to go oh, to Metro? Oh, we didn't do the wild card against the Atlantic, did Right. Do you let's save go? The, the Atlantic for the last. Metro, I mean, the Metro for okay, last. Okay, so let's, 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 do, let's do Pacific. Um, you, you start Pacific. Who's okay. your number one? <laughs> I have the Edmonton Oilers taking number one seed. Wow. Really? Yeah. The way I'm looking okay. at it, 
Okay, Vancouver sits at number one right now. They have one more point, and they've played one more game. Okay? Okay. And I just think Edmonton, they've been... They finally have a semi-reliable goaltender. So I think they... And they have, you know, Neil. They have, of course, McDavid and Dreisaitl. But they have, they have Nugent Hopkins. They have all those guys who are finally stepping up and support rolling taking the support role that McDavid and Drysaddle needed to just do what they do. And I think they'll push here at the end and make number one. Maybe not by a lot, maybe not by a lot at all, but I think they'll take the number one seed. Okay. Okay. Um, I actually have Vancouver at number one in the Pacific. Yeah. I think they have... Um, Hang on, I'm, I'm I'm changing something here. What? No changing. No, I I, I was thinking it through some um, some more. Okay. Um, I think Vancouver will will take uh, the number one spot in the Pacific because I think that they are uniquely positioned. Excuse me. I think they are uniquely positioned with. And uh, the blend of of young talent and veteran talent and good coaching and decent goaltending. I won't say they have great goaltending, but they have decent enough goaltending that I think they're going to win a lot of games. Especially as I look at the other teams in the Atlantic or the uh, Pacific who are fighting for that playoffs. Those yeah. playoffs. I want to know where Vancouver came from this year. Cause they were absolute I, trash I, last year. I know they 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 um they sprung out of nowhere. Honestly, it was a wild. Yeah. Wild. Well, in most of the Western Conference, and again, this is not a, a rip on the Western Conference. If you are happen to be a, a fan of the Western Conference, if you're a fan of the Western Conference, why are you listening to this? Podcast? That, that's that's. I was just going to say that. Um, however, uh, I think that Vancouver, you know, and again. When the talent is is weaker in the West, and and again we're seeing that because in in the games that we've played against the West, we have done very well against the West. Most mostly, yeah. I think I think uh, against the West right now, I'd have to go back and look at it. But I think against the West, I think we've only lost like three times. Yeah, uh, against the Western Conference. So the the point I'm making is this. I think with with Pedersen, with um, with Hughes, uh, Hughes and uh, Tanev and some Besser. of those players, that that the Vancouver is going to to make a serious run here at the end of the year, and that they're going to hold on to that top spot in, in okay. the Pacific. Okay. Okay. Um, I have I actually have Edmonton coming in second in the Pacific, but you didn't. I didn't, and I changed it because I I was thinking Vegas. And honestly, I don't think Vegas has enough. Uh-huh. The more I think about it, I don't think Vegas has enough to stay in the playoff race. Um, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna miss the playoffs for the first time in their league. I have them too. History. Not banking the playoffs at all. So, uh, but I have Edmonton at two. Uh, many of the same reasons that you gave for putting Edmonton at one. Um, mm-hmm. Who do you have at two? Number two, I have Vancouver. Okay, so we're one, two, we the same, which just different. Yeah, different I just spots. don't think Vancouver has enough. They don't have enough experience. 
I can to see play that. under pressure. I can see that. Not but, as much. But I think I think I, I mean think I don't pressure, think I think the more pressure comes once you get into the playoffs. Yeah, but I mean see with with it as tight as they are, they're only one point ahead. They have played one more game. They they know that their True. playoff spot isn't secure. I mean they're only they're only one point ahead of Vegas, only three points ahead of Calgary. They could easily two right. games fall out of a playoff position. Right. Not position so much as just a well it depends on what Arizona and Winnipeg do but you also know true. I just don't think Vancouver okay. has it I, I still think they're making the playoffs oh yeah which I think yeah. would be great because they sucked for most of you almost wonder if it was something to do with the Sedins I don't you, you never know you, you have to wonder anyway okay number three who do you have at number three in the Pacific I have the Arizona Coyotes Woo! Ooh, okay, I have Arizona getting in, but I have them as a wild card. Okay, yeah, I have Arizona. Okay, I don't know where I pulled that from. I was gonna go Calgary, but then I was like, I think Arizona will finally click here near the end and make a run for. Okay, I, can I mean see they have that. decent goaltending. They have the star power. They have they uh, do. Hall, Kessel, Ekman, Larson. They just need to find that click. They just need to get that chemistry going. Yep, I, I think agree. It will come with time. And I mentioned, I mentioned last, I mentioned last uh, week. Um, about the situation in Arizona where, with Tyler Hall, they're a much worse team, or Taylor. have been. Taylor. Dang it, I, did Tyler, did I say Tyler you again? You say Tyler again. Okay. Sorry, folks. Um, I mentioned it last week that with Taylor Hall, the um, Arizona Cardinals have been worse. Arizona. <laughs> That's Since football. Taylor Hall... Tyler Hall, Taylor Hall moved to Arizona. Okay, the Cardinals have sucked. Let's try this again, okay? All right. <laughs> I mentioned last week. Okay, stop laughing at me now. I can't, man. This, this okay. is great. <laughs> That's staying in there, man. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, it is. You better hope Mom doesn't drive you today down there because if she does, I'm going to edit the podcast while you guys are gone. You know, I'll, I'll gladly accept that. All right. So anyway, if you, um, if you remember last week, I, I mentioned that Arizona was having much greater difficulty winning games with Hall in the lineup. And the Coyotes are, they're really, it seems like they're flailing right now. Um, and I, I, I fear that they may, may even drop out of the playoffs altogether. Um, I think they definitely could. But, Looking at their schedule just recently, they've lost like, the whole month of January. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they won't pull together. They got a no. good coach in Rick Tockett. They've got a like you said. They've got star power. They've got veteran guys. They've got young guys. These are guys who can pull it pull it out of their keister, as it were. Yeah, stop looking and, at my my bracket, man. And put it and put it together. So um, so yeah, but I have it three. I have Calgary. Calgary, okay. I have Calgary coming in at three, and I think they're gonna. It was a very. Uh, possible yeah i think calgary is a good team um i just got done watching um the last couple of games between calgary and edmonton and those two teams hate each other they had a goalie fight man mike smith yeah. and yeah mike so smith used to... so it's gonna be fun to watch I, and, and i guess i guess kind of kind of uh as a fan i want to see edmonton calgary in a It'd seven game series like pittsburgh philly yeah I really Pittsburgh, would like Washington, honestly. I'd really like to see that. So anyway, but I have I have Edmonton two, Calgary three. All right, uh, in the Pacific Division. Now for the wild, well for the Metro, let's go over. Let's to the go Metro. to the Metro, the one you've been waiting for, folks. Yep. 
Number one, you start out. I started out with Edmonton. Okay. So you I will start out. I think Washington is going to win the division. I think Man. I think Washington might even win the President's Trophy again this year. They have a good chance. But I And there's a reason let me tell you why Okay, what let do you me, think? Let me tell you why I hope that happens. Why do you think that happens? Because since two thousand, the President's Trophy has only won the Stanley Cup one time. True. I honestly would rather see Boston win the President's Trophy. Well, yeah. To be perfectly but honest. I think I think I um, hate Boston more than Washington. I think Washington's going to win the President's Trophy, and I think they're going to win our division, and uh, and and so uh, the Metro will go to Washington. I think this year. Well, here is my number one. I have Pittsburgh winning the Metro. Okay, and I am Pittsburgh winning the Metro. I am I am not against that, and I looking at it. We're only four points out of first. Right. We have a game in hand, and we have eleven more games against the East than Washington does. Well, yeah. That could screw the standings in our favor, and I'm just hoping that Pittsburgh wins the division because then we get to play an easier opponent, hopefully easier. Okay. Depends. Anyway. That's my number That's number one. Number two, I have the Columbus Blue Jackets. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's a shocker. Yeah, it is. You know it. That is a shocker. Yep. Columbus at number two. And I can't tell you why. I just felt like Columbus would make a run for it. I like Elvis Merzlinkins, however you say that last name. Yeah. Their rookie goalie. He's had five shutouts in the last six starts. Five shutouts in his last six starts. Is that for real? And he is a rookie. Oh, my gosh. I guess I haven't He been is a rookie. I think he he's, has to be leading the league. In shutouts. He has to be. He's leaving, leading the league. Yeah, five shutouts. He's leading the league in save percentage at 9.930. Not goals against, but save percentage. So, he is the new Tristan Jari that has sprung on the scene. Huh. Okay, okay. Um, and, and that's funny because I don't have Colorado making the playoffs You mean all. Columbus? Columbus. Really? I don't have Columbus That is shocking. It. Who's your number two? Okay, my number two is Pittsburgh. Okay, Pittsburgh. It makes sense. Um, you know, I, I think the way they're playing, I think when they get the these these guys uh, back healthy, Butestad, Dumoulin, um, Marino, when when these guys get healthy and get back with the, with the team, I think that we're going to make a run. But I think we're going to fall a little short of, of the first place in the Metro. Do you think Gensel comes back in time for the blast? I think I think if if Gensel plays again this year, it'll be later playoffs. I think it'll Got be it. like conference finals, conference finals, or the finals. Okay. Um, okay. Fair enough. I don't want him to rush at all. No, because I, I don't want him to be hurt come next year. Exactly. So, um, okay. Uh, third in the division, I have Carolina. You have Carolina. I have Carolina. Really? Uh, I think the Hurricanes are playing some good hockey right now. I think they've got a good team. I think they. I think they. This is a team. This is a team that will. Um, that is sneaky good. I think. Uh, and, and I love the the kind of the relaxed way that they play. They're kind of you know I know um, I know Don Cherry called them a bunch of jerks. And that's what uh, their Instagram bio says. And that's fine. It says we're a bunch of jerks. And that's fine. I think they've embraced that. And I think they enjoy that 
and I think I think Don Cherry might be the only guy who thinks that. No, I think it. That storm surge thing is the most ridiculous, immature thing I've ever seen. I you think it. so? I hate. Oh, oh, I hate it with all my heart. I really do. It's Why? very, very bush league, minor league, Why? trash. I think it's, it's very immature. IMO. That's okay, what I think. Okay. It's very unprofessional. I, I like it personally. I don't mind saluting it. I just think, being, I don't know. I think it's. I think it's creative. It's fun. I think it's creative. I think it's fun. I think it it's something that something exactly. To look to. Exactly. But I hate it. And the only thing is, is that they only do it during after home wins, right? They don't do the surge if they lose at home. You know, it's it's one of those things that I think that as they, you know, it's it's something that they think about. They put it together. I mean, when they won, they when they won their game on Super Bowl Sunday and they did the whole football play. I thought that was cool. No. I think, I think it's I cool. Think it's, I think it's fun. I think it's very immature. Something very minor league. See, now that's funny because you being the young guy and me being the old yeah. crusty guy, that I would like it yeah. and you don't. I just like a little bit of more professionalism from athletes. That's my opinion. Huh. Okay. I, d- I don't, in NFL, okay, so- I don't like the touchdown celebrations. I think they're very immature most okay, of the time. Okay. Okay. I just don't like. I think well, at least you're, you're consistent. To, think you, you're there to play the game. You're not there to celebrate. Yeah. Especially when your team sucks as bad as Carolina. I, I would. I would think. Panthers. I'm talking about the Panthers. Oh, okay. I I think that you might have a different tune if you actually were a player. Maybe. I think it might be a little different. Maybe. I mean, I don't mind the little celebrations like the huddle. The Pat on the head, the salute with your sticks or whatever. Right. That's fine. I mean, you gotta you gotta enjoy. You embrace the moment. You don't. Okay. Birth a baby. Okay. Juju. Wow. Okay. All um, right. Number four. Okay. So let's. So so that's. All right. Yeah. That's that's. Who's your third? Washington. Okay. So you, I figured it'd probably yeah. be Washington. Okay. I don't so have Washington falling out of a. Uh, so you have uh, Washington. You have. Pittsburgh at one. Yep. In the Metro, you have Pittsburgh at one, Columbus at two, yep. and Washington at three. Yep. So, uh, and then in the Atlantic, you had Boston, right? Or no, you had Tampa. Boston number one. Yeah, Boston one. Tampa two. Tampa two. Florida three. Florida three. Ours, That's right. Our, our, our Atlantic was exactly the same. Central, you had Colorado. 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 Dallas, St. Louis. Dallas, St. Louis. I had Colorado, St. Louis, Winnipeg. Pacific, you had Edmonton, Edmonton, Vancouver, Arizona. And I had Vancouver at one, Edmonton at two, Calgary at three. Yeah, I think the Central's the most messed up of all. Well, most different. In the uh, Metro, I think we have the same teams, except I have Columbus, you don't. Right, I don't either. But um, the Central is the most goofed up. Okay, so give me, uh, so let's, do you want to start with the Western Conference for the wildcard teams? Who are you two? Who are you two wildcard teams in the Western Conference? Western Conference. I have. Uh, who do I think is going to be the uh, more scoring team? That's the question. I didn't right. think about that. Yeah, I think number uh, my, my my Nashville and Winnipeg are my uh, wildcard wild teams. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So you have Calgary not getting in at all. Nope. I don't think Calgary Okay. I don't think okay. Calgary makes it. Um as much as I would so, love them to. Do. So you have your your wildcard teams are Nashville and Winnipeg. Winnipeg. And who is gonna play 
Colorado and who Nashville is play Edmonton? comes down to two. They're wild card apart in spot number two, and they play Colorado. Okay. Yeah, I have the number two wild card playing Colorado as well. Who is your? But my number two wild card is Arizona. Really? And my number one wild card is Dallas. Okay. So I think Dallas will be playing Vancouver. And Arizona will be playing Colorado. Right, so who do you have who's current? Oh, Vegas. Vegas is. Vegas and I don't have out. Vegas or Calgary making it. They're both in the wild card. They're both in the playoff spots right now. Right. Okay, so Eastern Conference wild card teams. I have I have Philly being the number one wild really? card team and Toronto being the number two wild card team. Okay, okay. And we, I, have, we have different wild card teams. And so, and so because I think that... Well, actually... The way I have it here, I lied when I said I thought Washington was going to win their President's Trophy. I actually have Boston winning the President's Trophy yeah. because like, I think Toronto's going to be playing Boston in the first round again. Toronto fans' worst nightmare. Yep, and they're going to be the wild card too, and congratulations, you get to lose to Boston. Probably. And then uh, Philly uh, will play Washington um, as the first wild card. Okay. Okay. Well, here are my wild card teams. I have the bunch of jerks. Carolina. And the New York Islanders. Really? Really. Okay. And I have Carolina playing Pittsburgh, and I have Boston playing New York. I think Boston's going to be the President's Trophy winner, obviously. But I also do think that uh, Toronto, not Toronto, geez, no. Um, I think Colorado could make a push for the President's Trophy. I do. You think Colorado? I do. They're only 10 points out. Uh, it's only five wins. I think. I don't think so. I think they could. And of I course, think that, I think the President's Trophy winner is definitely coming out of the Eastern Conference. Really? I do. I think. I so mean, they're going to be Washington or Boston. That's the most practical. But I still, I still, I believe. Okay. I mean, Colorado could has they the do power it? Yes, absolutely. There's skill. plenty of time. There's plenty of time left in the season that anything could happen. Pittsburgh could win the, the Pre- President's Pittsburgh Trophy. Pittsburgh could. I pray to God they don't. I do too. But who knows? So um, out of these teams, who do you have playing? Let's, let's just go crazy. Who do you have playing in the conference finals? I know we said we weren't doing it, but I'd just like to hear two bits here. Colorado Edmonton. Colorado Edmonton. Okay. And in the East, I gotta go with Pittsburgh. Obviously. Um, but I'm gonna say Pittsburgh and Tampa. Okay. Okay. Again. All right. Here, I think Winnipeg. Coming up out of the wild card spot, I think Winnipeg wins. Okay. And I do think the Avs make the conference final. Sorry, St. Louis fans. And I know I believe in Dallas, but I don't think they beat Colorado in a best of seven. No way. Well, here, here, wait. I might want to change that here real quick. I think Dallas beats St. Louis. I think Colorado beats Nashville. Dallas has won their regular season series against Colorado. They've won all four games. Yeah, I, look, that's and that's fine. I don't even have Dallas and Colorado in the same bracket. Yeah. Um, and then in, out of the East, I think uh, Pittsburgh. I mean, you can't you can't vote against your team, boys. No. And and again, this Florida. Again. I'm going Florida. Wow. Okay. Even with Bob Brofsky, the playoff choke. I think different team, different coach. Okay. Different story. F- fair enough. Fair enough. I look. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't deny that. So who do you who do you have in the? I know who you have in the finals. Yeah, man. I, I've I've predicted this since 
pretty much the beginning of the season. Well, you you actually voiced it for four weeks ago, I think. Yeah, it was. I think it was longer than that. Was it? It was when we were playing out the Avs. Whenever we played the Avalanche. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We played the Avalanche sometime. I said it was a little peek at the uh, Cup final. I think that game went into overtime too. I think I Pittsburgh think won. You're right. But it was a little peek into it, and I think Pittsburgh Avalanche finals. I, yeah, you have that. You have that too, right? I do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess, I guess, ultimately, vote. it's what I would like to see. It is. That's. I, yeah, I think more Avs, than what I think will actually. Avs happen. Jets would be a great, great game. I don't see Boston getting out of the first round in my bracket. I think the New York Islanders beat them in a six-game series. You said it back on the tenth, uh, the week of the tenth. Well, fourteenth of uh, January. So exactly. So like about a month ago. A month ago today. Yeah, four yeah. weeks. That's okay. what I said. Five podcasts. Right. Yeah, four podcasts. No, because this is the fifth one. No, this is the fourth one. Since that podcast. Oh really? Okay. So okay. One, two, three, yeah. four. I don't yeah. think Boston. Here's my bold prediction: Boston doesn't make the first round. Make it out of the first round. You think? I think Boston's going to lose to the New York Islanders. Wow. I think Columbus beats Washington, too. Wow, wow, I think Columbus beats Washington in the first round. Eh. Both predictions. Arizona beats Vancouver, too. Okay, well, we we Of course, we don't even have them. So, um, (laughs) that was was a fun little exercise. Took longer than I thought it would. That's okay. Very much longer. Um, Very much longer. Let's talk about uh, trade deadline coming up in two weeks. Trade deadline. Hallelujah. I was reading a little article recently said uh with as much uh as many injuries be expected few moves maybe uh most likely leaving our young goalie uh what's his name emil okay larmy uh they they don't see the smith leaving unless you need a little add-on uh galchenyuk's not gonna leave probably now where are you getting this from uh some pittsburgh news source Um, okay the reason they don't think Galchenyuk's leaving, unless an add-on, his contract sucks. No team's going to want to deal with that this this close to the, the I can, run. I can they don't see think that. unless Bukestad comes back early, they don't see Bukestad leaving. So basically they have prospects like Adam Johnson. They don't think Poulin or uh, Lagare are leaving. Uh, First-round draft pick this year. Very likely to leave. We need because we don't have as many guys as we would like to leave. Leave, they don't think they're gonna leave. They think the the first round draft pick is our best option. Get out there. You're not gonna get a good six uh, top six guy. So all of that being said, so we have goalie, goalie, draft pick. To Smith, Larmy, draft pick. No, no, but but all of that top being three. said, do you see Pittsburgh making any huge moves? You have to. Okay. You have to. And you uh, think it's going to be I don't think we keep the two winning. goalies and our draft pick that are going to go. Yep. Or in Galchenyuk and add-on. I think you just slide him on there. Don't ask for anything in return for him. Just get him the heck out of here. With Lafferty, with Blandisi, with uh, Agazzino, with uh, Angelo, you have the place to fill the void on the bottom two lines. Okay. You just put him out there. You have to get rid of him at this point. He's taking up cap space that we can't afford. In my opinion, because you got to resign those guys who are on their last leg of their contract. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we're getting we're getting much better production from Lafferty, 
yeah, these guys, these other, uh, these other guys, and especially, I mean, again, I've said it probably every week for the last three or four weeks. Uh, the TANF contract kind of hamstringed us, hamstrung, hamstrung us, so that we're not going to be able to sign some of these other guys because of I cap space. I thank the Lord that Pedersen took bottom dollar. Yeah, with that contract, I yeah. I think that shows maturity, and I think it shows that you want, you care more about the organization and the fans than your own self interest, and you're making plenty of money. You don't need to live high on the hog or whatever. Agreed. You, you take bottom dollar to keep the big talent, keep the talent in there. Like Gensel, he took right. He was pretty cheap to resign. He was like six years, eight point five million, I think, or something like that. A year, I think, his his contract. Yeah. See. Any any team that takes Galchenyuk, he's going to be a rental. Yeah. Because he's an unrestricted free agent next year. Or maybe we don't even get rid of him. We just wait him out, let him fly into free agency at the end of the year. See, and, and here's here's another thing. That's a lot of um, money for a bottom six forward, though. Crosby's contract, we got a huge cap hit from him next year. An extra $600,000. Is that optional? Does he have to take that? Yeah. I mean, that's... that's he, he signed through 24-25... But the last three years are only a three hundred, a three million dollar cap hit, which means he makes three million a year. Right. So here's here's the thing. Um, this year, next year, man, there's a lot of money going out next year. Um, McCann, Angelo. Cahoon, Ricola, Lafferty, Simone, and Jari are all restricted free agents next year. Okay. And Murray. Murray's a restricted free agent next year, too. Uh, you can also give him up for the uh, expansion draft. I um, say, who who, who again? McCann. We got, okay, Jari, Simone, Lafferty, Ricola, Cahoon, Angel, Angelo, McCann, and Murray. Are restricted free agents. Okay, here Galchenyuk you. and Schultz are both unrestricted. Right, you year. have to sign Schultzy, in my opinion. Uh, I think McCann you either, and Cahoon. You either got to you either got to sign Schultz or maybe trade him. I no, hold on, don't 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 fall off your fall off your chair. That's a very good option. With with him being an unrestricted free agent next year, he's gonna he's probably gonna command. He's making six million this year. He's gonna command at least that much, if not more, next year. That could be a very viable option, Schultzy. I don't see it. I could see it happening, but we need, we have enough depth. You're right. And then Re- Ruedel and uh, Agazino are both unrestricted free agents the following year, twenty one, twenty two. Okay, that doesn't. But that doesn't. You can both let them go, in my opinion. Ruedel's done nothing in the past two years except really be a scratch or seventh D man. So, um, so yeah, there's. I mean, we got some options. It's going to be interesting to see what Jim Rutherford does. I mean, here he's in the a next Hall of Fame GM. He's got the. Brains. He's, he's going to do something for this team, and it may not happen until the the you know the eleventh hour. Um, but I think we may see some moves this week. I think there are a lot of there are a lot of teams who are waiting to see what happens this week, next week. Um, but again, uh, as of this recording, it's two weeks to the deadline. 
and uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And we'll talk about that next week too, if anything happens, and we'll uh, definitely talk about it on the 24th as all of these trades uh, come to light. We may even we may even wait to record till the 25th of February, um, and then drop it that same day. Since the trade deadline is the 24th, we got till midnight on the 24th. See what happens, and then we can talk about the trades that happened. We'll see what happens between now. Or and we now. live stream our podcast that day. Ooh, scary. Heck anyway, yeah. thank you for listening this week. We hope you see and we hope that you join us next week. If you're a fan of the podcast, like, subscribe, share it with all your friends, tell everybody you know. If you want to maybe sponsor a episode or even a segment we would love to have you do that um yes we would just hit us up and let us know again thank you so much for being with us it's uh, gonna be a great week for penguins hockey and let's go pens let's go pens see you guys bye